You're listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Ain't no hesitation. Got me going crazy. Keep it moving. I'm tuned in to True North Racing. The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed. John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry. Short track, stop car racing. Gotta get it hype. Saturday night under the lights. Hear the engine rooming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, True North Racing. Let's go. How's it going, everyone, and welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by this week by JNL Motorsports. Jeff LaFlem and his son Austin will be running mini stocks and, uh, oh, crap, Junior Lima, that's what it was, out there at Sobble Speedway this summer. So this is going to be a fun summer to be watching where they uh, where they run. So thank you for thank you to Jeff LaFlem and uh, JNL Motorsports for bringing you this podcast this week. So, guys, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we're going to be bringing on John Carly here in just a few minutes. But before we do, guys, we uh, um, I, I got something a little sad to say. Um, last week, I lost my grandpa at 95 years old. Um, it, was a, it was a tough week to get through. We had the funeral on Wednesday. And it was good seeing my, some cousins of mine, some family of mine. But nothing beats seeing my grandma and seeing how emotional she was. Uh, I was I was so happy to be there involved because I would not miss that for the world. He was uh he was a real good man. He taught me a lot on how to be a man and how to uh, take care of myself through uh, through a lot of stuff. And you know he was he was such a good man teaching me how to set up poultry buildings at the uh, Paris Fairgrounds to helping him cut wood, split wood, and hauling it from the woodshed up to. Uh, up and then downhill to the basement where we uh, uh, where we offloaded into the house for the night or for the next couple days. Um, he will be missed. Uh, rest in peace, Grandpa Fair. You will you, you're not gonna be forgotten. Uh, other than that, guys, this week you know this past week I had my boys. Uh, it was great to see them again. They're growing like bad weeds. Holy crap! Uh, but we took some time and we ended up heading over to Jacqueline, myself, and the boys. Headed on over to the Toronto International Center, and we checked out the RV show this week. And holy crap, I've never been in before. But man, was that a lot of fun. Uh, getting to go in and out of uh, some of the trailers and seeing how um, different they've been for for years. Uh, you know, I've, I've never owned a trailer um, in, in that sense of like a traveling trailer. But like definitely for sure, I would love to go get one and and park it somewhere and take the kids go camping, take the wife, take the girlfriend camping, and just uh, just have a park it and just have a good old time. You know, hopefully in the next couple of years uh, that that's something we can we can manage and you know it'd be it'd be fun to go out and uh, go camping, set it up, go for a week and enjoy enjoy yourselves. You know, uh, today we sat I sat down and watched the race and. Man, if you guys watched it, that was such a that was such a good race. Lots of lane swapping, lots of you know running ho- running low, running high lanes. Uh, you know, definitely trying to find the speed. And you know, it, that's something that uh, that's I find has been lacking from racing. I'm more excited this year to be watching the NASCAR Cup Series than I have been in the past couple of years, where like I'm even on the edge of my seat watching it. And some of the finishes have actually surprised me. Even though we had like a green white checker, I think it was too, uh, 
end out the race there, it was still exhilarating. It was still fun to catch it and, and, you know, for Bowman, the showman to go out there and win it. What a fantastic finish. Um, I still got my thoughts on the tires. Those tires are going to have to figure out something. I think, uh, going forward, because sometimes they're, they're having issues and you know, that's, that's not what we need for the sport. Um, other than that, guys, I thought it was a great race. Uh, let me know what your comments are down in the comments sections on our posts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let's have discussions. Let's talk about the races each and every week. Uh, another thing I want to talk about, I've gotten myself into it. It has seemed like a very good uh, show so far. And that's been race featuring the driver, NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace. You know, it jumps around a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. But overall, I think it is such a great thing for the sport because it's how do I it's it's something that's different that it's going to help draw attention to the sport and bring it more of a positive light and if you're the kind of person that doesn't like a certain driver based on whatever reason you have and you're saying oh this is stupid it's not I'm not a big fan Bubba Wallace fan I like him I like his personality a lot but there's sometimes there's I'm just like mm, I'm I'm not crossing that line, but you know I think it's great to highlight drivers in our sports. Now I'm not saying they need to do this. I feel like it might be a little bit of race baiting on it, but I'm not too sure. But overall, the entire aspect of it, I've seen how you know Bubba Wallace went from a, a top tier driver at Joe Gibbs in the Truck Series to finding it very difficult to find rides you know and then settling at rpm and rpm if you guys know racing rpm for the past few years have definitely haven't been top tier equipment and that's and that has nothing to do with and that just has to do with sponsorship dollars and bubble walls prior to 2020 didn't really have the sponsorship dollars to bring the uh, the necessary equipment and the the funding to rpm but of course, now with being at 2311, there's tons of funding. There's, you know, he's got Kurt Busch to lean on, which is amazing. He's got Denny Hamlin to lean on. He's got guys now that can actually sit there and help him out and push him forward through the sport and to help with that threshold that he's holding on. It's I'm, I'm through episode one now. I'm pausing the series right now, but it's going to I'm it's definitely something I might talk about a little bit here and there throughout our show. You know, you might catch me here at a couple of times here and there, and I'll catch you guys up on what I've seen. But if you guys haven't checked it out, head over to Netflix. If you have Netflix, it's called Race, and then it's Bubba Wallace. I I highly recommend it. It's such a good watch. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we got going on so far. That's what I've been checking out. Uh, if you guys have some, uh, like a documentary I think I should check out or a movie or, or a racing movie, you know, drop it in our comment sections on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages, and I'd be more than happy to sit down and watch them and see how they, you know, and how they help out sports or how they hinder sports. Now, I know the typical ones. I know, you know, Days of Thunder, <laughs> Talladega Nights. Uh, I think one I might check out is that F1 one. It seems pretty cool. Um, let me know your thoughts on it, obviously, because that's something I'm, I'm been skeptical on watching because I'm not a big F1 fan. Uh, as m- much as the drivers are... <laughs> Clearly, they're the same badasses as the American ones in the NASCAR, but there to me, there's something different, and it's about engineering. To me, whereas in NASCAR, it's a bit of engineering and a bit of driver skill and luck too, if that makes any sense. So, 
you know, let me let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys I think I should be watching below. Um, but let's you know we're gonna take a quick minute here and we're gonna be talking about a couple of our drivers here. So first up, we're gonna be having the driver the number zero seven, Michael Kenny. Over the past two seasons, we haven't seen much of the number 07 machine driven by Michael Kenny due to COVID. But after making limited starts in pure stocks, mini stocks, as well as the Canadian Vision Modifieds in 2022, Michael's plans are returned to the mini stock ranks to do battle at Flamborough Speedway, competing for his first track championship. On off weekends, you'll be able to find the number 07 machine heading to Grand Bend Speedway to race at the one quarter mile trial level. Michael will be driving a Nissan 240SX with a whole new look from his typical designs. With a fresh new look comes a renewed sense of fire coming for the Kenny Racing team. You can follow Michael on social media by following Kenny Racing on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also stay tuned to Joe Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to keep up to date as well as when you can find Michael Kenny going forward. Next up is the driver of the number 9 mini Ford Mustang Mini Stock at Sunset, wow, at Sunset Speedway. We're going to be talking about Morgan Robson Racing's Madison Team Camp. In 2021, Madison Team Camp took the reins of the MRR number no. 9 Ford Mustang from previous driver Morgan Robson Jr. Throughout the season, Madison made gains and learned each week. The 2022 season will see Madison return to the high bank third mile oval of Sunset Speedway. With peeling off the rookie stripes at the end of the 2021 season, the 21-year-old from Barrie, Ontario will sure to improve from her rookie season. With a strong team surrounding her, 2022 will be a season of improvement for the team. You guys can also make stay up to date with the Morgan Robson Racing team by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Morgan Robson Racing. This week's episode of the True North Racing Podcast is brought to you by JNL Motorsports. JNL Motorsports is a two-car team here in Southern Ontario, Canada that races in the Mini Stock Division as well as the Junior League Model Division. With drivers Jeff LaFlemme and Austin LaFlemme, you are sure to be entertained every time they hit a track near you. If you guys want to follow them, you guys can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at JNL Motorsports. And also stay tuned here to Jomo Media and Promotions to find out where you guys can find Jeff and Austin this summer. Now let's get back to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by JNL Motorsports. And let's bring in John Carley now. John, how's it going, man? Good evening. How are you, Jonathan? Good. Welcome back to your third visit for the show. Is it my third? Yes, sir. I got a bad memory. If you want to technically go with it, it's technically the fourth because we already had two episodes with you. And then you came oh. back on to the beginning of the last season. So <laughs> because I didn't shut up and I you had to split it into two shows. Exactly. Because I, do, I don't know when to stop talking. But you know what though? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that because that's that's what makes you you. I'd rather have a great show and like for me hardly to talk and let you talk than for me to be over here and trying to pull words out of people's mouths. Well, I'll do my best. I'll try and uh... I'll try and answer your questions and elaborate on whatever I can elaborate on with, without putting my foot in my mouth. Well, yeah, we'll try We'll try to keep away from that. Anyways, how's your off season going? We haven't really, we haven't really talked much or seen each other since uh, the end of uh, September there. I know. And I, and I miss seeing you. I miss talking to you. Uh, I miss our whole committee. We we've had, I think a couple of meetings in the off season, but it used to be once a month, but with, with, the damn COVID, we're uh, we're all in the same boat. That's starting to die off. So hopefully we can 
get back to some normalcy. Um, it's it's an interesting off season with with taking the job at Salvo um, and and trying to fix the night to the Canadian Vintage model the young drivers Canadian Vintage modified number nineteen car is pretty twisted up. Um, we did some damage to it over the course of last season. Um, well, Mike Westwood did some damage to it. I I like to take some credit for it, but I don't think I wrecked the car the year before I rode the wall. This year I didn't. Um, so I just dropped it off to his place yesterday. Uh, sometime this week, we're going to unload it, uh, cut the rear clip off it, and then measure up the rest of the car and see how bad the rest of the car is bent. If it is bent, then we'll have to build a new chassis. And if it's not bent, we'll just put a new rear clip on it and change the foot box and move the motor around and make some changes to it and try and make it even better. Um, and then we'll go from there. 2022 it, with the Canadian Vintage Modifies looks like it's a pretty good season. Without COVID, we're going to run a full season and uh, we have 20 plus cars that I'm hearing are going to show up for opening night. I'm hoping for 25 on opening night, but we'll see how that goes. For sure. And, you know, we, with, with obviously, you know, we, we know each other from, from doing the stuff with the Canadian Vineyard Modifieds. And obviously you we more than willing to come on here. We, we both have stuff known in the background of like what's going on and stuff like that. Um, you know, we got Scott Tinelli who'll be coming out, who was a pure stock regular last year, which is awesome. Yep. Jay Pepin uh, took, Ownership of the 39 car is now going to be the 43 car. Yep. We got yep. some new guys coming in this in this year. Do you think they're going to be much of a they're going to be what 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 can they expect coming into this class? Uh well, what can they expect? Um <laughs> that that's a hard question to answer. Like you're you're coming into a class that is very competitive. Um, but it but is also um very helpful um when when you come in like like the two of those guys that you just mentioned they're they're going to come in and most of the teams are going to help them like if you when you come into the canadian vintage modifieds the young drivers canadian vintage modifieds you're uh you're coming into a family like we we if you have a problem or a problem with setup or a problem with the with your line most of the guys and girls in our club will help you out. All you have to do is ask. For sure. And, you know, we got some, you know, you got yourself, you got Mike Westwood, you got Mike pod, you know, we, we got some, we got some guys who are more than willing to share, share uh, advice and to help get you guys competitive. Cause that's what matters. Right. Is, is making sure we get everyone to, we, we don't want to see a huge gap where unfortunately, like let's say last place car gets, or you lap down in five laps. We want to see guys battling it out all, all across the field. And we, we want everybody competitive. We, yeah. we, most, most of the, the long-term members in our club want to see this club survive. So they're going to, they're going to do everything they can to help the newcomers. Uh, some newcomers come in and they think they know they're not pointing their fingers at anybody. And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but some newcomers come in and they think they know everything and they don't need help and they don't need this. They don't need it. They don't last. You know, they run with us for a year or two and then they're gone because they don't want to, they, they don't want help. 
most of our veterans are there to help so that it keeps the division alive. We, we want you to come out, learn. We, we're not going to tell you, you know, the complete setup. They told me that when I started. You know what? We'll help you get, we'll help you get competitive. We're not going to tell you all of our secrets. You know what I mean? Like they, they're, they're not going to teach you how to beat them, but they're going to give you the basics. Cause I would sooner, I would sooner be able to beat you that you're running competitive laps than beat you because you're going to get lapped every five laps. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. I, I want you to get somewhat into the same realm that I'm in. So you're not a danger on the track that you're not in the way and you don't feel like you're in the way that you can come out and enjoy the show. And most veterans are like that. They, they want to help everybody come out and be competitive. You know, and that's exactly the way it should be. Before we get going more into talk about 2022, let's jump back to 2021. You know, how we had a, we, I found it was a great of a year with not knowing really how we were going to start off the year. Uh, but we ran 11 shows last year. What, you know, you, you ran a number of them. Mike Westwood ran a number, number of them. How did the season go for you and your team? Uh, it, it was a struggle. I mean, we had some, we had some pretty good wrecks, uh, some pretty good damage to the car, but, but we made it through. I think we finished, I want to say seventh or ninth. I can't remember where we finished. I just um, posted that like two weeks ago and now it's blanking on me. Yeah, yeah. And I would normally know where we finished. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I mean, we, we, we had a trying season, but with it being COVID and you can't get parts, you can't get metal, you know, it's everything that you tried to order through the season was, was delayed. You know, stuff that you could get in three days before would take three to six weeks. So, we're using we're using used parts. We're using, um, we, you know, every team was just getting through. Uh, now with COVID slowly uh, coming under under control, I guess you could say. Uh, I think we will we'll be a little bit better this year, and you know, I'm I'm happy with the way 2021 played out. Uh, we got to run 11 shows, which we didn't know that that was going to happen at the beginning of the year we were really concerned whether we were even going to run any races and we ended up having a a pretty good year you know 11 shows and 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 they were they were good shows like uh we didn't have the car count that i expected which which disappointed me um we had 33 cars registered with the club but we couldn't get, I think our highest car count was 19, 18 or 19. Yeah. I, I don't I think, think we was, hit uh, 20. 15, no, we never hit 20. We never hit 20, which to me was a disappointment. But with COVID, uh, you know, how do you, how do you blame anybody for that? There were teams that didn't want to come out because of COVID. They didn't want to be, they didn't want to put themselves in that position. Yep. I get it. You know what? Teach their own. But um, I'm hoping this year, like I said, I would love to have April 30th to have 25 cars at the track. Both my cars will be there. Um, 
we still have Motorama as GM of Salvo Speedway. I have a display for Salvo Speedway at Motorama, but I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave Toronto at noon on Saturday. Uh, come back to Kitchener and uh, load the car up into the trailer and come out. I'm running on the 30th of April. I'm I'm running opening day, and then uh, I'll go back to Toronto on. After the after Flamborough, I'll go back, spend the night in the motel down there, and party with the guys, and uh, finish up the show on Sunday. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that's I, I got right now. I got the dream life. I get to be a race car driver. I get to be a business owner. I get to be general manager of a speedway. I get to be part of the racing community. You know, and that's that's always the fun part, right? Yep. You know, and that and that was that was kind of uh, I, I, and. I know we, we kind of talked about it afterwards and that's going to be the hard part is not going to go to Motorama and hang out with everyone for the three days with the club. But yes. I know personally, I will, I'm going to try to make it there on the Sunday and, and check out some of the, some of the cars and, and the booths and whatnot. Um, well, I, the show, the show's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So exactly. You, you got all day Friday. You got Friday evening till 10 o'clock. Yep. You got, Saturday from 10 in the morning. Uh, Flamborough doesn't start till six at night. So you got most of Saturday and you got all day Sunday. So exactly. Come, come on down and see us, you know, and, and, or come to Flamborough Saturday night and I'll be there. Um, I'll, I'll be there to run the car. And then I think we got two shows in May with the vintage modifieds. Uh, Salvo doesn't start until June 18th. So the two shows in May. It looks like I can run those. I'll run the first three three shows, maybe the show in September or in June, and then there's a September show I can run. All the rest of the shows, Mike Westwood's gonna run. Yeah. So right now we got April 30th, and we got two shows in May, the 21st and the 28th, and then we have June 11th, and then June 18th, and then. So June 11th is a practice at at Sabo. At Sabo. So. I still got, I got to talk to Paul and Jeff and see whether I can, I can slide on those practices and uh, get them to cover me for, for that. And then from that point forward, I'll be, I'll be at Salvo on Saturday nights and I'll miss, I'll miss Flamborough. Um, and I'm kind of torn with that because obviously um, my heart is with the vintage modifieds. My job is with Salvo and I love both. I love both of that. So it's going to be, it's going to be hard to be getting text messages from guys in the club on Saturday night when I'm doing my job at Savo telling me what's going on at Flamper, but it is what it is. I mean, you can also get to stay tuned to our social media pages. Cause I, I, I think I pretty do a pretty good job of keeping up to date on all the action there. You absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely do. You absolutely do. If anybody out there is looking for somebody to do their social media stuff, Jonathan's the man. You know, we we brought him on a couple of years ago with the vintage, with the, you know, sorry, I got the hiccups now. It's all good. Because I'm talking too much. Uh, the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds, um, we brought Jonathan on to do our social media, and he has excelled at it. Uh, you, you've done an awesome job. Um, so, thank you, sir. Uh, anybody out there that, needs any guidance or wants to hire somebody to look after their stuff jomo media 
your whole deal. You're doing an awesome job. And, and Jomo Media, we need to talk about that for, for my two cars. Like, what, what does that entail? So I'm going to interview you now. Okay. What, is that, what does that entail? Well, I was he, not prepared. He, well, you're, you're, hey, it's you put us on the spot. So uh, what, what, is that, what does that entail? Uh, any team that's listening that uh, wants to come into your fold, what are you offering them? What does it cost them? What do they need to do? Give give me give me a two minute uh, breakdown on what Jomo Media is. All right, easy enough. So we got two packages, which is awesome. Uh, we got an option. We got option A and option B. Option A is is simple enough. It's forty dollars. You get a week. You get a uh, right up at the beginning of the season or throughout the season, whatever you choose, and uh, you get four stickers. You have four stickers, so you can put two on your car, two for backup if you wreck, whatever. Uh, each week, you get on our Jomo Media Rundown, where we let you guys know where e- you guys finish each and every week, as well as on Fridays. I'm hoping to have everyone known where everyone's racing that week. And hopefully by noon on Friday, I'll have a full list up on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages to let everyone know where you guys where we can catch anyone who's running a Jomo Media sticker that weekend. Option B is everything from option A. Plus a little bit more. We also guaranteed a spot right here on the True North Racing Podcast, as well as we can also we're going to try and guarantee you a vlog here in 2020. We only have one spot of one spot available for that left. But other than that, we got plenty of options for option A. So forty dollars for the whole season. Forty dollars for the whole season. A hundred dollars for the one for option B, which is the, with the vlog. So the, the the teams out there, they need you. You need to put that out there, man. Like. I, I'm thinking it's 40 bucks a week. No, it's only 40 bucks for the entire year because it's because the way I see it is it's it gives back to the teams in a promotional value to help them grow their team and their sponsorship. And hopefully get and hopefully people from other teams can help each other. We want to make this a community as well. Oh, we want to see people. 100%. You know, we got we got people who are running gear stocks. I got so far. I got 17 cars. Lined up with Joe and Media already so far. Well, which is, which sign, is already up. Sign me up. So make that sign me up. Make, put, hey, put make the, that your car number. There's 19. Put the 19 car up for your option B. All right. Uh, when I see you, I'll pay you. All right. Uh, the 44 car, uh, sign them up for option A. All right. Uh, get get them, get the stickers, and I'll talk to Adam. That I mean, the 44 car is Adam's deal. Yeah. Right. They they run the car. Uh, I own the car. Uh, he he uh, he sends me messages and says we want to do this, and I just keep on saying you do whatever you want. So, um, but but I'll put I'll I'll put the Joe. We'll put Jomo Media on the car. I'll I'll talk to him. That that's a done deal. So sign both the cars up. Sounds good. Uh, so there's three drivers for the for the oh 40, yeah forty four car. We got. Um, yeah, we got the gently the gentle giant of uh Adam Ross there all the way down to the probably the shortest man I know in racing, which which is Twitch. Yep. So I'm I'm so looking forward to seeing that. I but again, I don't know who's running opening night. Okay. I don't know which of the drivers is open. Like I I haven't I'm not privy to all that. So they're making changes to the car. Good for them. Um I really want to. I want to be there to see Adam get in the car. Oh yeah, uh, I want to do a vlog that night when he's running. Oh, do it, do it. <laughs> so I, you know, Adam, I'm gonna slap one in there. 
Oh, absolutely. Adam Adam Ross um, raced the 35 car for which was a coach. Yep. Uh, for David Elliott. Um, Adam was a damn good driver when he was younger. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know the the Adam Ross that's 50 pounds heavier. Uh, how much of a driver he's going to be, but Adam Ross can wheel a race car. Um, I don't know Twitch as a driver, so uh, I can't make any comments about him. But he he knows he knows the deal and he knows what needs to be done. So I think he'll do good. And I think Connor's learned enough and got teased enough for <laughs> re- wrecking enough axles and enough equipment that he's going to be more competitive this year. So. I'm looking forward to to what the 44 car team would do. I was talking about buying another car that is up for sale right now um, in the club, but um, really uh, the addiction, the addiction, <laughs> the addiction is real. Um, but financially, I just can't do it. Yeah. So if somebody if somebody out there is thinking about joining this club and wanting to come out and run a vintage modified. There is a very competitive car still needs some work. Um, they put a new front clip and a new rear clip on it. They got new tin work. It's got a 602 crate motor, but it needs to go to Klotz's to be sealed. Um, but the price is right. So if anybody out there that wants to get involved, I know Jacqueline wants to get into a hobby car. So, uh, get your wallet out, Jonathan, because here's your chance. Oh, I don't have the money. But she works. Maybe she, she works. Neither one of us have the money for that right about now. Uh, I I get it, man. <laughs> it, like I said, the addiction's real. The addiction's it's real. I'm, I I can see the addiction through racing, and I'm happy I'm on this side of it and not on that side of it. Some oh, days. no, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> There's days. I, hey, I got a brand new helmet right there. Has not seen a track yet. But remember, um, they're they're dated, so they only had they're only good oh, for so I know. long. I know. I'm going to use it for go for uh, not GoPros for go uh, go kart nights and whatnot. So stick stick a GoPro on it, go do some uh, some uh, go karting. There, there's some vlogging sure, for me there, and make sure you vlog that. Talk mm. while you're doing it. Oh, I did. Put I did me that. Up, yeah, mic me up. That's a bad idea. It's, <laughs> no, it's good because that's that's from the heart. I uh, Gary calling was was absent he was away for some reason uh, at flamborough a few years back and john caselli asked whether i would go over and do some announcing while i was also racing the hobby car that night so i have a picture in my office in, in georgetown of me in the car with the mic so i i had to run i was running the heat with in the hobby car with the mic in my hand talking to the crowd and i would say to them i can't hear you because i'm in the car so everybody stand up and let me know you can hear me and i look over at the crowd as i'm going down the front straightaway and they're all standing up and cheering <laughs> so do you, do you want me to announce while i'm driving and again they all stood up and cheered it was like cool so they threw the green flag and i got the mic in my hand i'm driving with one hand and and uh like we go into turn one and I'm, and I'm going, I, I need both hands. I did two or three laps <laughs> like that. And then I, whatever car I caught up to, I went, 
Hey, hold on. I got to I got to put the mic down and I you could hear me drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. Hey, they heard they heard me talking like I cuz I was talking through my helmet but they could yeah. hear it. The mic was rolling around on the door. Oh, they, they could hear me talking and I'm going, "All right, all right, we're going to go on the inside here. Let's go. Let's go." And then I start I forget that I'm on the mic and I start talking to myself like <laughs> you know there were things I shouldn't have said, but it was fun. And I, I wish more announcers would do that. Like you gotta, let's like, like have fun. Exactly. Have you know, fun. that's that we, as much as we're there to put on a race, the whole race and the whole show is entertainment. We are in the entertainment business. Uh, every racer needs to understand that you're in the entertainment business. It's very competitive. As soon as you put the helmet on, we all get brain dead and, we're focused and but we're still in the entertainment business so uh the 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 bike giveaways the stuffed animals the uh, stuff that we do to entertain the fans some see this is where you get me going because you get me talking without realizing that i'm being recorded i i have given stuffed animals away i've given I've given lots of stuff away over the years, but I, I have had uh, adults come up to me. There were a few years back, many years back, I had a car, one of my hobbies cars was painted blue and it had blues clues on the back of the car. The blues clues, for those of you that don't know, was a kid's show. It was a dog that, I, I, without getting into it, it was a dog. So, uh, I think it was Gans G A N Z. They had stuffed animals for the for the fairs for the fall fairs. Yep, and you could go to their warehouse and buy Blue's Clues dogs. Hmm. So I bought one that was I don't know it was like four feet tall, like it was a big dog. <sighs> the rest of them were all like. The smaller ones, the smaller ones. So, yeah. so maybe 12 inches, 14 inches tall, but I would give hundreds of these away through the course of the season, but I would give one big one away. And I had a woman come up to me. She might've been 24, 25 years old and said, you won't recognize me, but 20 years ago, 19 years ago, you gave me a blues clues dog. And I still have it in my bedroom. Oh, wow. And I, and I looked at her. I said, wow. She goes, yeah, that that got me through a lot of tough times as a child because it, it was a big memory. It was like, wow. But that's what it's about. It's about exactly. the memories that you make. So I and I think I've said this on your on your program before. I don't know. Maybe maybe I didn't. But I'd like to put this back out. Pure stock, mini stock, super stock, prolate, vintage modifieds, TQ midgets. Your hero cards are hero cards. Kids put those on their walls. It's same thing with the Blues Clues. I run into people all the time that say, I have your hero card up from ni- 1993. It's like, wow, really? You kept it. That, when you guys go out on the start finish line and the track is doing uh, a meet the driver night, stop going out there with suckers and candy and 
Yeah, you know what? That helps bring a whole bunch of kids to your car. Okay, oh, yeah. I'll I'll give you that. You you have more kids at your car than the other drivers that are out there because you're giving away a candy, a sucker, uh, whatever whatever junk food you're giving out. Understand that that doesn't help your sponsors and it doesn't help your image. You need to be given pictures of your car with your sponsors listed on the bottom of the car. So they hang them up on their wall. And when they become adults or when they become drivers, uh, that they go, oh, you're, you know what? My favorite driver was Liz Smith. Yeah. And she was sponsored by Mr. Transmission. Oh, cool. When she becomes a driver, she's going to go, yeah, I'm having a problem with my transmission. She's going to go to Mr. Transmission. Yep. She may even bring your name up, which may not do anything for you, but you gave her a sucker instead of a hero card. She doesn't remember you from anybody. You, you need, I, I hope that makes sense. I hope, oh, yeah. I hope there's at least one team that hears this broadcast and goes, I never thought of it that way because it, it doesn't do you any good. Spend the money that now there's people out there that, and again, I don't want to step on toes, but when you go and buy hero cards from whoever is selling hero cards, make sure that they're putting money or their time or their sponsorships back into racing. Don't just take somebody that says, oh, I, I can offer you this deal. And they never put anything back into the, into racing. They just, they're just making money off the system. Yep. They're not. So I'll tell you right now without, because it, it's my cost. You want 300 hero cards that are uh, eight and a half by five and a half to 150 bucks. Yeah. That's my cost. Supply me the picture. Give me the logos. I'll lay it out. 150 bucks done. So I, and I'm not making any money on that. So you're more than welcome. I'll do it all year long. I want to see every team out there when, when Flamborough Speedway has a meet the driver's night, Sobble Speedway, Sunset Speedway, Full Throttle, Grand Bend, um, Delaware, all, all the tracks, Peterborough. If, you, if you're going to go to the track and to do a meet the driver's night, or even not a meet the driver's night, kids come over after the races. Hand out your cards so that they see who you are and they go home and pin that up on their wall because it's a memory. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I still remember going back from when I was a little, little kid. Little? Little. little. I was, I was like a lot young, smaller. Yeah. Young, <laughs> young or little? Both. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, man. I'm uh, on the where we can fit the same clothes. No, I. Uh, no, I. I. I th that's the worst part. That the only thing is, I don't remember the name. Um, but like my first memory of going to the track was it was going to see. I think it was a open. Obviously, it was spring cars, but it was on asphalt here in Ontario. Yep. I I went to Flamborough. I went to Sunset. I think I even went up to Barry one night. You know, I I. That was my first memories, but guess what? I don't remember any any one of them because I never got a hero card. Right. But growing up, once right. I hit, uh, once I started helping out with Elliot and them in 2008 ish, I started collecting them. Yep. Why not? I thought they were fun. And and that's a memory. Exactly. That's a memory. And I'll bet you kids do that now. 
come to the track. I still got I got Jared Morphy ones from when they came in September. September. I got Megan Mitchell ones. I got Caitlin Wallace. I got uh, Kyle Lucas. I I Scott Tonelli. I got I got him as well. Like you never got one from me because I would remember. I would remember that. So come see me. Come see me. I, I I'll have them. I'll have them opening day. The car has a new design. Does it? Oh, uh, it's uh, my nephew is designing my car this year. Um, I, I've given him free reign. I've told him a couple ideas that have always been in my head, and I'm <clears throat> I'm hoping. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm hoping he sent me just a rough a rough idea. Uh, I said I, I want I I want a hamster on a wheel. So that runs the car. So somewhere in there, there's a hamster on a wheel. It, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. And I'll make some hero cards and I'll make sure that they're out there. And uh, uh, Westwood can hand them out if I'm not at the track. Now I'm going to have to make a video. If that actually comes to fruition, I'm going to have to make a video, put that up on TikTok and use the hamster dance song. Do it. Do I'm going to have to because of that now. I am. I've, I, I'm so impressed with what you've done. I, and I said it earlier, uh, w- what you've done as a volunteer, like you don't get paid for this. You, with the vintage modified, you don't get paid. So, you know, um, we, there, there, there are people in our club that really are, are, are happy with what you've done. I've had one of one, one of the, one of well, more than one, but one of our committee members have asked that we run your Jomo stickers on all the cars. And, and I said, well, we, we can't do that because in order to put your name on every car, it's, there's a sponsorship package that has to be. Yeah, so exactly. Anybody that wants to be in our club, it's 40 bucks. I just heard it from you. You, you want to run a Joe Moore sticker and support Jonathan for what he's done for the club, uh, belly up your 40 bucks to get a sticker from him, put it on your car. Um, I, like I said, mo- both my cars, uh, remind me because I'll forget. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm old and my memory's not like it used to be, but it's good. Yeah. It's Hey, you know what? This is something I've, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. I'm going to be honest with you. This whole like Joe media thing. It was, it's always been a pipe dream of mine, but thanks, thanks to the pandemic, really, it's, it's really helped me kick me, kick this into gear. And, and look at this, my second, second technically season of doing this. And well, you do this, you do this and you also do, if I'm not mistaken, you also do a, in the driver's seat. Yeah. I also have that. Uh, I have the driver's seat podcast. Yep. With, uh, Caitlin Wallace and Megan Mitchell. Yep. Um, so those of the listeners tonight that um, don't know that, that, that uh, Google that in, yeah. the, in the driver's seat. It's, it's just the driver's seat. The driver's seat. Yeah. Um, good, good. It, that's a good podcast too. It's two young women that, that race at Flamborough and um, again, so support, support what's going on out there. Exactly. Um, me- mental health issues. But- Nothing is off the table on that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that those two girls haven't asked me, asked me to be on theirs, because I could get myself into some trouble. Uh, I, I I get along with both those girls. Uh, I sponsored both of them 
uh, over the years. And I, I think I could get, I could probably make some comments that I shouldn't make because the two of them are just like that. They're, oh, yeah. they're, fu- they're fun. Like, Oh yeah. They're fun. And, and they, they would get me in trouble. So, <laughs> Um, we'll see. We'll see. They can reach out to me anytime they want. Exactly. That show's not coming back till about, I think we're going to push it till about May before we come back with that one. End That's of April or so. That's all good. Um, well, I like, kind of, let's get back on track a little bit here. <laughs> Cause we like to go off the rails. I just like, I just like, I just like less listening to you to talk. Hey, you invite me on. I'm, I tried to, I hey, got I, no, I got notes. I got a pad here. I wrote a couple of notes. Go on. And, and on the bottom of it says, don't over talk. Well, too late. No, that's the thing. I'd rather let you talk because I know wherever it's going to end up, it's going to end up in a, in a magical place. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but as, as, we, as we're working through, through, forward to 2022, you know, through the season so far, and, you know, we haven't hit the track yet, but what are, what's your outlook on the season and what are you looking forward to the most, either at Sobble Speedway or with the club? Well, let, well, I'm so looking forward to doing Solvable Speedway, um, to to the stuff that we're gonna do. But let, but let's 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 separate the two. Let's finish yeah. up with the Canadian Vintage Modified. Uh, I, I'm so happy. Uh, young drivers came back as title sponsor again for 2022. Uh, Solvable Falls Tent and Trailer Park. Paul Grizel and Leah Grizel. Uh, if you're up at Solvable. If, if you're coming to the track and, and want to practice, like if you're going to come up and race, you can practice at the track. Um, you, you can camp at the track for 30 bucks a night. Um, practice Friday, Friday from four o'clock to eight o'clock is 40 bucks. Uh, and then it's 30 bucks a night to camp. You can't camp and solve it for less, for, for less than 50 bucks. You can camp at the track. The washrooms are left open. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll try and accommodate whoever comes up to do that. Um, but now I just lost my train of thought. If, if, you're, if you're coming up and you want to have fun, uh, the beach is the place to be. But if, if you're running with the Vintage Modifieds, we're going to run at Flamborough uh, Speedway. Uh, I think we've got 14 shows. Yep. Um, which is, which is going to be good. I mean... Uh, I'm hoping our car count is is strong. There's, I'm glad that Salva Falls came back. I'm glad um, Touchwood Cabinets is another uh, one of our main sponsors. Um, any anybody who's doing renovations, uh, we we've had a couple of teams that have actually done renovations and used Touchwood Cabinets and are are extremely happy with the service and and the product that they survive that they provide. So. Um, J- Jason Bowden owns Touchwood Cabinets. Uh, re- reach out if you're doing a renovation. If you're camping, come on up to Silver Falls Tent and Trailer Park. And if your kids are looking at getting a driver's license, reach out to young drivers and make sure that all three of them know that you're reaching out because of the Canadian Vintage Modifieds. A little yeah. bit of a sales pitch there. Hopefully, I did it right. Well, even last week there, I actually gave a rundown because on our show throughout the season to help out with the club, to help a, l- a little bit of bonus, I throw the uh, top 10. I'm going to do the top 10 this year um, in our CVM rundown, which is going to be take you know two minutes or so. 
and let people know about where who finished where and who and and how the races went. So nice, nice. That's and that and that's good because that helps all the teams too. Exactly. I did that um, last year. Going to continue this year because it's a lot of fun and it, it gives me a little buffer at the beginning of the show before we bring a guest in. Yep. I I think I think 2022 um, because now COVID is on the downstroke. I think we're going to have good car count. Um, I I will be disappointed if we have any shows under 18 cars. We should have uh, better than half of those 14 shows with 24 plus cars. Guys, guys are coming out of the woodwork and saying, "Hey, now now we're putting our car our cars here." Mark Rugrock, who has a United Eight that runs at Sauble, also has a vintage modified. Yep, and he's he's going to run both. He's going to have to juggle. Uh, he can't run 100% on either one because he's going to juggle two cars. But uh, he says that he's going to run some vintage modified stuff. Um, Willis Mahood, his car has yep. been sitting idle for a few years. He says that he's going to run a few shows. Um, I'm trying to talk him into letting his son Sam drive it because Will- Willis is getting old. And I hope Willis is listening to this because <laughs> Sam might be a better driver. But we'll, but we'll see. You know yep. what? I'm looking forward to the season. So I, my my commitment to the club hasn't changed. I'm still the president of the club. I'm still the owner of two cars. I'm going to run when I can run. Mike Westwood's going to run when I don't run. If and anybody anybody living in Ontario knows, Hanover is kind of the border with weather. Anything north of Hanover. It can be raining monsoon rain in Savo and be sunny in Flamborough. So yep. uh, if we have to call a race, we call it relatively early because we don't want team staff to drive two and a half hours and get rained out. If we call it early enough, I will drive down to Savo and be at the show. Um, I'm not going to kick Mike out of the seat. When I get there, I'm not going to say, oh, I, well, I'm coming down. And like Mike, so Mike Western said, if you come down, you can drive the car that night. Yeah, no. If he's putting all the work in through the week to make sure the car's ready, I'm not kicking him out of the seat. But yeah. I'll still I'll still come down and be part of the show and and enjoy the night. And then I'll go back up the next day to Salvo for a couple of days to finish my managerial duties before I go back to Georgetown and do Georgetown printing stuff. So Georgetown printing stuff would be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Salvo Speedway stuff will be Friday morning till Monday, late Monday evening. And then I'll drive back to Kitchener, have a sleep, drive to Georgetown and do my Georgetown printing stuff. Which, by the way, that's something we're going to have to talk about later. I'm, I'm thinking I saw on your, on your website there that you guys do banners. We do. I'm, I'm waiting for a friend to, to make up a design. I think I'm, I think I may have to go through you to, to make one up for me. Well, we, we can do your design, too. So you, you'll, you'll get a good deal. So. Yep. You you tell me what you need and we'll get her done. Oh yeah. I I've used, you know, we talked about this last year when I was first looking at uh, getting some calendars done and I never did. But last year, you know, you you made a good point. You you could go to Vistaprint and get calendars done, but nothing beats like a a locally owned business who gives back who puts back into into racing. Yep. Yep. And and calendars, I mean, you ordered I don't know how many you ordered but you ordered a fair amount and yeah, I'm trying to think uh, they ordered 30. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, and 
and I'm sure everybody liked it because you ordered oh, more yeah. after the fact. So, um, but that's what I'm here for. Exactly. You know, I, I I do calendars for Kevin Miller out of out of Merrittville. <laughs> I, I I try and give back to the racing community because the racing community has been a big part of my life. And you know what, you do great work, and that's that's exactly why I, I I wanted to throw that out to you. Yep, I like I love the custom calendars. I love anybody who anybody who races. You you supply me twelve pictures, I'll put it together, and uh, now you got a calendar that's got twelve custom pictures of your race team. So. Exactly, and they look absolutely beautiful. I I you know like John Thank said, you. I ordered thirty Thank of you. them. Amazing, everyone I know that's gotten them loves them. So. And, and it becomes a yearly thing. Exactly. Everybody needs a calendar, even though we have them on our phone. It's so nice to have one on the wall. Every They're perfect time I for walk the shop. In, yep. Every time I walk into my kitchen, I see my race car hanging on the wall, and it's pretty cool. Exactly. I don't know how I'm going to manage next year now with having 19 drivers, but. You put two on each month. Oh, yeah. Going to have to double them up. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to this. We're going to talk about, let's talk about your role up at Sawasu. How did that deal come about? I, um, I've been friends with Paul from Sawasu. Well, I've been friends with him for 30 plus years. Like my, my two of my brothers and my mother both had trailers at the park up there. Um, I used to go up and, and when Paul, Paul and his wife bought, bought from his father, um, we just remained friends and we were racing up there, uh, at the speedway and Paul was there with my brother and I had won the heat. I won the heat and I won the trophy dash, which was because we, we had decent car count back then. Yeah. That, that was in 80. Oh, it doesn't matter. I, early nineties. And I won the heat and I won the, the, the trophy dash and Paul's come up to me, uh, before the feature and said, if you win the feature, I will sponsor you a thousand dollars for the next year, which I mean, back in the nineties, a thousand bucks was a lot of money. Yep. Um, and we, we had, so there was, there was a guy named Brian that, uh, had a trailer at the park that was at the speedway with us and, and he was deaf. He, he was deaf, but he could read lips. So you could talk to him and he would talk back to you, but he was like 90% deaf. He was. Yeah. So we're standing in our pit talking about, I'm starting on the front row of the feature and Moss is the Moss team. The 16 car was starting on the outside of me and we had a plan on how we were going to, how we were going to run the feature. They were standing at the end of their trailer talking about, it came out later. They were talking about their plan and they were saying they were going to jump the start. They were going to try and start before. So you're supposed to come off the corner and start even. They were going to jump the start and take the chance that the green flag would come out and not be called back. And they would beat me into turn one and then they would take the lead. So, and that's exactly what they did. I spun myself out coming on a turn two because 
I tried to overpower the car because they had jumped the start and I was trying to gain on them. But I ended up having to go to the back and they ended up winning the race. Paul still sponsored me the next year because he said, you guys never give up. And he was and he was happy about that. But Brian told me after the race, he goes, I knew they were going to do that. He said, what? Well, I can read lips. I, I read their lips. I knew they were going to jump the start. I said, you're part of our team, man. You should have told me that. <laughs> that would have made all the difference in the world. And he goes, no, that wouldn't have been fair. I mean, good on him. That's because we don't want to cheat, but that I don't know whether you would consider that cheating. <laughs> you got somebody who can read lips. <laughs> T- tell me. I mean, I, that's a hit and miss subject there. I know. So I... I sorry I went off the rails again. So so how how so how did this all, so me and Paul were have been friends for a long time. Yeah. And and uh I I had always said I would love to own a track. So he bought the track two years ago, I guess, from Jason Tom. And when he bought the track. I would have, I would have loved to have went partners with him, but just I'm a single dad. I got Brianna every other week. Yep. Uh, I got my own house, got my own business, but things aren't financially to the point where I could buy up a racetrack. Yeah. So, but I told him, I said, if there's anything I could do for you from a racing point of view, just ask. And then fast forward two years later, he, um, he gave me a call last fall, I guess. Every, every once in a while, if he was down Georgetown area, he would call me. We'd go up for lunch. Yeah. Um, so he called me in the fall and he said, I'm, I'm heading down that way. Do you want to have lunch? I, Absolutely. Let's get together. We get, we're sitting at uh, whatever, whatever restaurant it was in Georgetown. And we sat down and he goes, okay, I'm not here. I'm not here on a social event. I'm here on business. And I went, what? And he goes, I got a business offer for you. I want to know whether you want to be general manager of Salvo Speedway. I said, are you serious? And he goes, yep, it's a full-time position. Um, blah, blah, blah. We, we had, a, we had a, a, about an hour discussion about my role and what, what is expected of me. And I said, Absolutely. I mean, and that was it. And he said, he asked about the Canadian Vintage Modifieds and I struggled with that. I talked to my crew. Um, I really struggled with taking the job because my heart was with the, or is with, not was, is with the Canadian Vintage Modified. But my crew said to me, you don't get paid to be the president of the club. You don't, you you do it out of passion, but you still have to eat. You still have to yep. pay your bills. You still have to. Um, and it's a dream job. Like if you love racing, what, what better feeling? There are only so many tracks in Ontario. What better feeling than you're going to run the track? Every employee at Salvo Speedway works for me. Yep. I work for the owners. So there's nobody that works at Salvo Speedway that reports to the owners. 
they all report to me and I report to the owners. That's that's a pretty big feather in your hat. Oh when, yeah. When you you grew up you grew up in the racing world. So um, I I want the employees at Salvo Speedway to enjoy their job. I want them to do their job to the best of their ability. But if they have a problem, I want them to know they can come to me and we'll figure out whatever the problems are. There are no problems. There's only solutions. Let's make it happen. Let's make Salvo. It's all about you in 2022 is the saying that I come up with this year. And, um, that, and, and I mean it. it, whether you're a competitor or whether you're a fan or whether you're an employee, let's, let's make the beach the place to be. Yeah. I, I, I won't talk bad about Sunset or Flamborough or Delaware. Hey, every track out there, you guys do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Salvo Speedway has the United Eights and the Combined Force. They're, they're, it's not timed racing, but it's based on bracket racing. Yep. Don't beat the time. There are no rules. Anybody who hasn't tried it, don't knock it until you come up and try it. Everybody who has tried it, except for I think there's two drivers over the last two years that bitched about it. Every other team that has tried it loves it. You know what? I All last season, I was I was one of those people who were like, man, I don't know if that's actually a good idea. I don't know. And then, you know what? Like after seeing some of the footage and 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 trying to understand, like Jeff LaFlem and myself, we talked about it last year um, at the end of last year because he went up there for quite a bit as well. We talked about it and we're just like, you know what? That's something I can get behind. I think it's a great idea. I like this year. Um, I put out. I I know I put it out there. I'm planning on coming up at, at the end of July, and yep. uh, to to the Wednesday race there and checking it out. Well, there's there's teams from Sunset. There's teams from um, Flamborough. Um, there's some guys who uh, this year mouthed off. Um, there's two or three guys that that made a big stink because I lowered the time. From seventeen three to seventeen five. Yep. All right. There's like eighty mini stocks in Ontario. There's two hundred plus pure stocks. You know what? Sabo Speedway had mini a mini stock class up there, and they had four cars. Yep. I'm not catering to the mini stocks. I love that the mini stock drivers come up there. I love that Carl Salt comes up and Wade Thorne's coming up. That you know, I love that those guys come up and and put on a show. But the, the pure stock drivers, they don't need to spend big bucks to, to make a change. Put the Falcons on and, and you're going to be close to the time. Yeah. So I my job is to increase fan and car count. So you guys want to come up, anybody want to come up? There's no rules. I can't say that enough. You're you got to follow the safety. So you got to have a roll cage. You got to have your fire suit. You got to have a helmet. You got to have fenders. And in the combined force, you have to have four cylinders. In the United States, you have to have an eight cylinder. Other than that, there's no rules. Run Just a turbo. Don't break out the time. Don't break out the time. Run. So Andrew Grezel runs Brittany, his sister's limited late model. Yep. He's broken out. Yep. And, he, and and he's not upset when he breaks out. It's like, wow. I He has said, I, I, this is so much fun because it's a mind game. You yeah. have to concentrate on what you're doing. Your two-way radios allowed. You have to run the transponder so that we can score you. 
It's, it's 30 bucks to register if you come up and run a night. But that, that includes your pad and includes your, your transponder being put in the system that we can score you. Yeah. And, and like the United States, we have two $5,000 to win races. The, the combined force, we have two $2,000 win. We have a, a handful of $750 to win, and every other night is $500 to win. Where else are you going to make that kind of money with a four cylinder? Nowhere, unless it's an invitational. Right. So nobody's going to do an invitational for pure stocks because pure stocks are an entry level class. Every promoter I've talked to has said, we will not support an invitational other than Prestoberfest, uh, Autumn Colors, and Velocity. Those are year end invitationals. But through the year, they're not going to support one because they're not going to give up their entry-level class. Yeah. So if you run a pure stock four-cylinder car and have a roll cage in it, you can come up and run any race you want at Solvo Speedway and, and have the same shot to win as the guy who has $25,000 stuck into his mini stock. That's going to piss some people off that I make that comment, but it's true. The guy with $25,000... If he breaks the time, he's done. So that was one rule that was changed this year at Salvo. You're, it's no longer one and done. The way it's been is if you break out the time, you're disqualified. Black flag comes out, you're off the track. Up to five laps to go. If you break out the time, you're going to pull down. You'll get a black flag. You're going to pull down. We will tell you when to re-enter. So if you broke out you know, by, by a tenth, we're, we're going to make you let five, six cars pass you. Yeah. If, if you break out by half a tenth, we're going to let a couple cars pass you. We're going we're gonna to tell you, we're, we're going to give you fair, get back in the show. Now you have a chance to get back into it. Yeah. Five laps or less to go. If you break out, you're done. But that was the big change. You're, you're up to five laps to go. You can break out every third lap. And you're going to lose a couple of spots, and, but with five or less laps to go, you're done. Okay, right? So you're it's not one and done. It's, That's even better now. Yep, yep. So we want cars on the track. The more cars on the track, the better for the fans, the better for the competitors. Um, but but like I said, there's other than that, there's no rules. You, you want to run a turbo, run a turbo. You want to run fuel injection, run fuel injection. You want to run whatever you got to run to, to make the time. If you're running a 602 crate motor that has um, super stocks with a two barrel, put a four barrel on. Yeah. You know, you know, 15, I think it's 15.4 for the United 8. So put, it, put a four barrel on. Or put slicks on. Yeah. Put, put whatever you want. There's no same with same with the, the combined force. Put whatever tires you want. It can't stick out past the fender. Can't put 16-inch slicks on it and have them four inches out on either side. That's an open wheel car. So yeah. Um, but bring bring it out. If you have a question, reach out to me. You yeah. you can reach me through the vintage modified site. You can email me at John at speedway.ca. Go to salvospeedway.ca and find my contact information. Hey, you got a question? Call me. 
we're going to do a couple of uh, monster truck shows up there. Um, we're going to do on the 25th of June, uh, anybody who has a hot rod, uh, rat rod, cruiser, uh, motorcycle, you want to show it, come on up. Uh, the driver gets in for free. Uh, anybody else that's with them pays. Um, and then at intermission, you can go out and do the laps around the track if you want. It's wait, I'm trying to trying to bring the excitement up to the beach. Absolutely. And you know what? The beach I've been up to the beach and watched one race, unfortunately. And that was well, uh 12 years ago, 2010. We'll we'll change that this year. Come I think on up. I think it's time to rediscover the beach. Yep. Come on up. Bring <laughs> bring bring a tent. Bring Absolutely. a tent. Bring the kids. Go down to the beach through the day. Yep. Come on up, watch the races at night. Enjoy yourself. Exactly. I think we're exactly. gonna I think we're gonna Jacqueline and I were gonna spend a couple of nights up there and we're gonna go camp over at uh Sable Falls 10 trailer park. Absolutely. So we're a licensed <laughs> we're a licensed facility too. So if if you're at the track, we got beers and coolers and it's a it's a fun place to be. Absolutely. And I I, I can't wait to get back this year. Um I kind of want to jump into our fan question period a little bit. So why, yep. why don't we why don't we jump into that? Yep. And see what we got here. So our first question comes to us from Rob Twitchett. And this one was a joke question, but I'm still going to ask it anyways. It's he goes, good. how does John maintain that great hair? It is. Uh, it's a gift. <laughs> it's it's a gift. My nickname growing up was Smed Head because my hair never moved. But you know what? I'm almost 60 years old. Well, almost. In August, I'll be 60 years old. And I still got the hair. See, now that's where I feel bad because I'm I'm almost just thirty, and <laughs> I already got a solar patch going on right there. So yeah, but it works for you. It does. I wear I like wearing you. hats. Yeah, so it's don't, perfect. Don't bother with the hat. <laughs> Our next one comes to us from another one from Rob Twitchett, and he, this one this was a more serious question, and he goes, "Where does the number nineteen come from?" The number nineteen. So when I started in the hobby club, I was. My dad raced through the late 40s in up until 76, raced all over the place. He raced up uh, up in Owen Sound and Tiviadale and Port Elgin uh, as the Terra 99. He raced at Flamborough as the 25 car, uh, at Hideaway as the 222. There were a whole bunch of different numbers. And I, when I decided I was going to race in the hobby club, I I kind of looked and I wanted to to have my dad's number. I wanted to be 25, but somebody owned that at that time. Um, Chuck Barton, I think it was Chuck Barton. One of the Bartons had 25, but that was, I think, after that. Somebody had the 25 car and they wouldn't give up the number. So I was going to be 99, but Wayne Stevens was still running. And 99 at that time in the... I started in the club in the 89. Um, Wayne, uh, Wayne Gretzky was still big, and I didn't want to be known as the guy who has Wayne Gretzky's number. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'll just take nine because nine was available. Yeah. And so in 89, 90, 91, I was the nine car. And then Steve Lyons came into the club, and his father, Bill Lyons, was the nine, and he was a pretty big name in the club back in the day 
uh, he, the nine car was a pretty big deal. And Steve asked whether I would give the number up for him. And so he called me and asked, and I said, absolutely. I mean, it's for your dad, 100%. So I switched to 19 because of Gary Witter. Mike Witter raced in our club. His dad used to run a super modified at Oswego in New York and was killed. Um, throttle stuck, and unfortunately, he lost his life at the track. Um, but I asked, I called Mike the year before Mike was running the 19, and then he stopped racing. So I phoned and asked. Um, yeah, I didn't need to because the number was available. But I phoned and asked him anyway and said, um, uh, as, as a, a dedication, I can't remember the wording I used, but for your dad, because your dad and my dad were friends, do you mind if I ran the 19 car? So that's where the 19 came from. Okay. Uh, uh, in all honesty, because of Gary Witter, which I never met. Um, I, I never knew Gary Witter personally, but my dad did. And, uh, I get it was a big deal when he had lost his life. So um, I'm, I'm glad to run the 19. I've been asked to change it over the years um, for different sponsors. Well, would you run this number? Nope. Nope. The 19 is my number. Yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, when, when I decide to quit racing, uh, will people forget who the 19 driver was? Yep. Pretty quick. Cause that's just the way it works in racing. I get people in the club now don't know who the 24 driver was. Ray Hughes. Yeah. I mean, I've been around the club so long that the 24 car is Ray Hughes. Right now, it's not. It's um, Rodney, Rodney. Rutherford, Rodney Rutherford. Yep. But there's people in the club who have no idea who Ray Hughes is. And, and that hurts me because, you know, the, the history of a club. But it is what it is. That's the way it works. Our next one comes to us from uh, uh, Sandy Murdoch, and he goes, congratulations on the new position at Sobble Speedway, and we wish you all the best. My question is about the 19 and the 44 team. How many races do you expect to run this season? Also, do you know what the driver roster for either of the two teams will look like? We already talked about that a little bit, but why don't we, we if you need to explain it, a little bit more. We, we, can we hit it again. The 19 car will run 100%. Uh, I'll run whatever shows that I can run. Uh, and Mike Westwood will run the rest, but it'll run 100% of the shows. The 44 car will run 100% of the shows. I don't know how the driver breakdown works uh, between Twitchit, Adam, and Connor. The three of them are... I, I don't know. It, if Rob... Uh, Rob can post later, and or Adam or Connor can post later and uh on the on our facebook page and say which who's gonna run what shows uh, but i'm so looking i'm so looking forward to seeing some video of all three of them running that car like i i'm looking forward to it well the fun part about that though is that we do have connor ross coming back on the true north racing podcast and he'll be coming on in uh, on april 24th so just a week prior to us going back to the track oh nice, nice. so we might yeah. uh we might be able to figure out something so, so that's where they, you can ask that question uh, when you have him on there. Absolutely. Uh, and, and find out whether he feels that he can beat his dad, <laughs> how, how cocky he is. <laughs> you, you think your dad can uh, 
have a better average finish through the year than you. Uh, good, good on them. Like, there's got to be, love... a, there's got to be a bet back there. Like, I, uh, I hope there is. Yeah, I hope so too. Because <laughs> I, I am so glad that they're doing this because how, how much more of a bond be, between the three of them, um, to, to with, with, with his commitment to that team last year. Uh, I'm so glad that the Rosses have been, uh, involved him in that, uh, the driver package. I, I'm glad to see that. Oh, for I, sure. I, I hope the little man can, can do it, can, can do us proud and, and outdo the both of them, but, um, good for him. I'm, I, I'm very glad that he did that. Absolutely. Uh, next one comes to us from Nicole Stewart. And she goes, what's the hardest part of promoting a division? Wow. That is a hard question. What's the hardest part of promoting a division? Um, getting, getting people to mean what they say. To, to, when they give you their word that they're going to do something, that they're going to do it whether it's a sponsor, whether it's a team owner, whether it's a driver, whether it's a promoter of a track, getting, they say they're going to do something, do it. If you say you're going to support the show financially or with your car, don't, don't lie about it. Like that's probably the hardest thing is you try so hard and you put so many hours in and then you're lying up, you know, I'm going to have 25 cars at this show and 18 of them show up. Okay. Don't, you don't do us any service by saying you're going to show up and then not show up because our sponsorships and our, and our deals with the promoters are based on my word. When I tell, yeah, we're going to have 25 cars and 18 show up. We just look foolish. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the hardest things about promoting. Uh, the best thing about promoting is when everything is working, it is so, so enjoyable to, to walk in and see. Like our first year, on the first year of the rebuild, we had 23 cars on opening night. Yeah. What a great feeling walking through the pits and seeing 23 hobby cars. Oh, so beautiful. Like so, let's get that again. Let's absolutely let let's show up with twenty five cars opening night. Let's um, do it. I want to see that. I want to see that many cars. You know, you get people over the course of time that, yeah, I want to do this. So whether you're, whether you decide you want to do it, and you, and it turns out this isn't for you, whether the open wheel scares you or the power scares you, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, or, or you say, you know, I really want to do this. And then for three years, you're rebuilding your car and you never come out. Yeah. Those are the, those are the frustrating parts because again, everybody in the race world knows that you are, you have a hobby car and then you're not showing up and then I'm defending you. Yeah. Like I'm saying, well, we got four cars that are sitting in garages that need, you know, need some adjusting. Well, I, I've said in the past, if you got a car that needs a little bit of, 
you need some guidance or you need a, a hand just to finish putting it together, put it out there. We, yeah. we have teams that will come to your shop and work with you to get your car together. Don't, don't, but if they show up at your car to help you, don't stand there for, for three hours with a beer in your hand and talk about what you want to do. Help them. Yeah. Like, get your hands dirty. Let them get their hands dirty. We, we as a club will work with anybody to help them get their cars on the track. The, the, Marsh, the Marshalls, the Swearses, Westwood, uh, Easton, like we, we'll do, there's a whole bunch of us out there that will do what we can to help you get your car going. Absolutely. And you know what? Like even our Facebook page isn't just meant for admins to uh, post. You guys are more than welcome to post on there. And, and if, you got, if you need help with your car to get it ready, put it out there. Let us know if you need other avenues let me know i'll put it out on our other social medias as well 100 percent. if you need a part yeah well, you know what i need this set of gears well put it out there yeah i mean some of the stuff is going to cost you some of the stuff you'll get for free but yeah I, the bulk of our club wants our club to survive oh yeah right so and maybe the bulk of the club's the wrong statement it's I'd like to think everybody in our club wants to see us survive. There's there's nobody in our club that's going to say I'm not going to help you. Yeah, because if they do, they're 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 not going to stay in the club very long, right? Like it's if if you're not if you're not willing to help everybody anybody in the club, um, you you just won't last very long in the club because exactly that's, that's what we're based on. Uh, Anybody who comes into the club, that's one of the things that surprises them is how much we work together. Oh, yeah. You know, now, it, it, we've seen that last year. It, yep. it evolved in Iraq and people were already over there scrambling and helping out with others. And everybody's running back to their trailer to get parts. Yeah. Oh, you need you need a trailing arm. Yep, I think I got one in my trailer. Oh, yeah. And, and they'll bring it over to you. Now, uh, and, and even... You may have been the guy that was involved in the wreck, but you're still over there trying to help get that guy back on the track. Yeah. Or he wrecked you. And you're still the guy that's over there saying, what do you need? Exactly. That's, and that's what I love about this club and, and, and the look of the cars and all the rest of it. So if there's anybody out there that's listening that wants to get involved, uh, shoot again, shoot me a message. Exactly. There are, there are cars out there for sale. Even if you they know. don't post them on our Facebook pages or let anyone public can know, John yeah. knows, John knows everyone. Well, I, I try to know everyone, but <laughs> I, it, I, I'm just looking forward to this season. I wish I could be at all the hobby club, all the Canadian vintage modified, all the young driver show, but I, I can't, I, I have yep. to feed my, I have to feed my family and I'm looking forward to being uh, part, part of the show at Salvo Speedway. So if you're, if you can come out and support a vintage modified show or Flamborough Speedway, do it. If you're up at the beach, ask any of the staff where I am, stop by and say hi. Um, if you have, if you have a four cylinder, eight cylinder, you want to come up, you know, take a shot. That, that's what it's all about. Exactly. There's no, there's no, uh, 
there's no there's no fear in going up and trying it's not you're going to have fun it's a fun track to drive um it's a fun place to be and and it gives you an opportunity to race and keep your significant other happy because you can come up come up at nine in the morning good park your car yep let, let me know park your car at the track unhook your trailer go down to the beach spend the day at the beach and then come back and and race and so your significant other and your kids got to go enjoy the beach you still get to race the beer garden's open the yep. the, the grandstand's licensed your your wife can sit there and drink coolers all <laughs> as you're out on the racetrack and everybody's having fun for sure we've got one more question here and then we can uh go back to talking more about uh whatever comes up and whatever comes up so the last one comes to us from cameron thompson and he goes can i test your vintage modified um when when and where well there you go cameron you gotta reach out to john carly and uh set up a time uh we're gonna come out and do some uh do some testing um Bring your bring your helmet and your fire suit, and um, I, I'm sure we can arrange something. We can we can arrange something. Anybody who wants to, any I I love I love seeing new people get in because it's such a different car to drive. It's, oh yeah, it, uh, the the power to weight ratio is 350 horse to 2400 pounds, like. The, the it's just fun to drive, and, and, I, and, I, drive. and I think Cameron would do would do well, but then Cameron also has to come up to Salvo and run run one of the combined fours up there, bring his car up and and try and take some of Salvo's money. Exactly. Well, I know he is. I think I believe he's running a pure stock this year. So, well, that's so all the more reason. Exactly. I'm trying to get Jeff Kells's uh 53 um uh the integra that he raced yep. with the with the camel it's still sitting at his house and i'm trying to get him to let me take it up there and leave it at the track and run run a couple of shows hey why not that'd be fun let's let's have fun racing's supposed to be fun so let, let's go up you don't have to you don't have to have 10, 20, 30, 50,000 dollars in your United Aid or your combined for you just have to be able to get close. You don't have to hit the time. You just got to be within two tenths of the time. Yeah. Uh, if you're consistently two tenths away from the time, you're going to win the race. Uh, like any anybody who is even thinking of doing this, go on race monitor, search, search past results, and look at the times for the cars. For, for each of the divisions and and look at from lap to lap they're they they're not running the same you know what they run a couple of a couple of laps close to the time and then they start fading off yeah other other than carl salt because man <laughs> man he can he can wheel a car uh and be consistent with it um and some of the united eight guys same thing jason parker andrew grezel um there's a few of them that come to mind so but come on up and have fun exactly and you know that's to me racing racing is always fun and and you know we we've always we've always reiterated that over and over again when we when we've had our conversations 
about stuff that uh stuff that i want to do I, like uh was it we have a picture of you jumping or not jumping but you slide up come, come, come on now you see the size of me i i don't <laughs> jump very far that's that's why i had to reiterate what i was about to say there you you slid on onto uh the hood of um uh jake gilbert's car at the end of last year when i was walking around with the uh with a nice canadian vision modified checker flag there and just yeah. getting some pictures with everyone and you know what that's that's the whole point or when you interrupted my videos or <laughs> well we, we're supposed to have fun like exactly that's that's, that's some amazing. people get mad at me for that because it's like well you need to grow up no i don't no i don't there's there's uh, i am who i am yep there's love me or hate me you know, I'm still going to be who I am. I, I got all my die cast, die, NASCAR die casts up on, up on my wall behind me. Those are, those are the cars I get to play with. Yep. Not literally, yep. but, you know, as we grow older, our toys just get bigger and more expensive. Uh, the addiction is real. Exactly. I keep saying that over and over again. The addiction is real. I, you know what? Same, same with, so I know Jacqueline wants to drive a race car. <laughs> Right. I didn't know yep. that until near the end of the season when she walked up, you were, you were talking to me. I forget what we were talking about. I don't, yeah. think you, I don't think you were videotaping. I think you were just, uh, I think we're we, just walking around, just talking and whatnot. Sorry. It's not videotaping. It's record. It's recording. Us old guys still say videotaping. <laughs> um, but she walked up and said something about driving a hobby car. And it was like, what? She, I, I want to drive a hobby car. So maybe maybe on a Tuesday when we're practicing, she can throw the fire suit on and, and go out and do a couple of laps too. So a little backstory on that. Last year was her – so actually in 2020 there, when she came with me for one race, that was her first ever race that she can actually remember going to. Nice. And then last year with her helping me, she saw how the club was and, and, and the atmosphere we brought to the track. And after that first night in June, she's like, I think we need to get one. <laughs> I, it, it, I mean, from a financial point of view, it's a, if you're going to build one from the ground up. Yeah. It's probably 30 to $40,000. Yeah. Right. If you're going to build one, have a, have a, a frame built and then all the bolt on stuff like legitimately you're 35 to 40 grand. Yeah. But you can buy a competitive car. So you can buy a competitive car for 12 to $18,000. Oh, so yeah. instead of building one, but you need a place to work on it. You, yep. you, you need the time to work on it. Um, but, but I wish anybody, anybody luck that wants to come out and run with us, and like I said, we, we will all help you. Financially, we're not going to help you because <laughs> we have to look after our own cars. Absolutely. Um, but, but whatever we can do to help you get involved. Um, but like I said, I, my crew gets mad at me because I do offer my car. I said, I, as this deal came together with Sabo, it was going forward. Uh, do I reach out? Do I try and get some somebody that wants to get involved in racing and put them in my car and then they can run the car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Not with my crew. They said, no, we're, we're committed to you. We're not committed to uh, anybody else. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that because 
you don't your crew doesn't get paid like they're exactly. doing it they're doing it because they they like being around you they like being part of the club so um but my crew like ed ed's been with me for 30 years uh, on the on the hobby car and he has said as long as you want to race i'm there yep so uh and, and i appreciate that but he's also the one that told when i when i was struggling with do i want to take the job at solvable and he said dude it's your it's your life dream you're, yeah you're, you're gonna run a speedway so go do it don't worry about us like we, the, your car will still be it's my car is in his garage your car will still be in my garage because my truck won't fit in the garage anyway so yeah it's just he said, just leave the car there. And when after this season and Mike moves on to do whatever else he's doing, the car's there. If you can come down and race, we'll, we'll race. So going forward, like 2023, uh, I, I don't know what 2023 is going to bring yet. Is it going to bring the, the 19 car is going to be a 100% car? Is it going to be that I'm just going to, um, find somebody that wants to run it. They can take it like the forty-four car. They can take it and just run the car. I don't. I don't know. That's yeah. a year. That's a year away. So, let's get through twenty twenty-two. Let's have good car count with the vintage modifieds. Yeah. Let's let's have good car count at the beach, um, with with all the naysayers. Um, the the nice thing is the two or three people that made all the bad comments about me changing the time. Uh, let's see those two or three drivers, whether they show up at Salvo to race uh, and then what, what are they going to say? Hey, John, uh, sorry for making the comments, but we're here. Can we race now? <laughs> yep. Anybody that comes up, you're allowed to race. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes your, your words, you need to, you need to think before you get on social media and make bad comments about any track or, or any ruling at any track. Think, think before you talk. Yeah, because um, unfortunately, uh, that's how you end up getting banned because there's there's social media things in places that tracks now. Because of uh, that. we we have that rule. That's one of the track rules. Yeah, those those two or three guys, they know who they are. Um, uh, under our rules, I can just say you're not welcome. There. Yep, I'm not going to turn them away because because I'm going to turn them into a lover of what we're doing at the beach. Hey, come on up. Come on up and eat your words. Come on up, come on up and realize that two tenths didn't destroy the division. It helped build it. And yeah. if you want to be part of it, then come be part of it. But uh, I, 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 that's, that comment I probably shouldn't have made, but, but that's how I feel. If, yeah. if you want to go on social media and be so negative about stuff that's going on, when, when we're working our asses off to try and build a track and build a division and you have no skin in the game, uh, you need to really think about how much of this sport you love and how much you don't really care whether it survives or not. I, I hope that comes across clearer than it does in my head. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, and anybody out there, what watch what you say on social media. There's yeah. there's kids reading what you're reading, reading what you're saying. There's sponsors reading what you're saying. There's promoters reading what you're saying. We don't need the negativity. 
come on out, support the shows at any track. Yeah, I'm yep. not I'm not just pushing Sobble. Flamborough Speedway, Sunset, Delaware, Full Throttle, Peter. All these great tracks. Yep. We got tons okay. of them. Yep. We we got I, weekends packed of action of racing all across the province. Find your local one. You know, there you're not gonna you're not gonna miss an opportunity there to yeah, and I'm only a saying, great opportunity there. And I'm only saying the asphalt tracks. I, I don't mean to disrespect the, the dirt tracks. You got you got a Shuiken and yep. Merrittville and Humberstone. Southern uh, Ontario. Southern Ontario. Brighton. Yep. Yep. I'm so, getting to a point I've memorized almost all of them now. <laughs> I I just I if you are near a racetrack on a on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, go support your local track. Yeah. You don't have to support the track that I'm general manager of. You don't have to support the track that, that my club runs at Flamborough. Support any track that you can support because they they need you. They need Absolutely. you at the racetrack cheering on. And if you don't know any of the drivers, hey, after you've been there two or three times, you will know. You'll exactly. Call. Hey, I really like that car. I, re- I really like the uh, Shrieken. Uh, the 49 six-pack car. Yep. I, I remember that movie. Okay, well, that's the reason to go and cheer him on. Exactly. Uh, uh, Dan Bailey. Um, <laughs> it's just, he's, he's fun to watch. The guy wins. Oh, yeah. Um, Great to they, watch. Yep. There's uh, Well, I, I don't want to start rhyming drivers off because <laughs> we'll, we'll be here for another hour. But I, I like, I love every track. I've been to every track in Ontario. I've been to every track in, in Michigan and every track in New York. And I've raced on most of them. So yep. um, go support your local track. Don't don't sit on social media and be negative and bitch about, well, so-and-so cut so-and-so. Hey, if me and another driver get into it, that's between me and that other driver. Yep. You don't need to go on social media and defend me. I'm a big boy. I can defend myself. Uh, you know what? When when push comes to shove, the two the two of us are going to have our differences, and we're going to say, "Dude, you you put me in the wall. We'll deal with it, and everything's cool. Yep. We're still going to race with each other next week, so it's all good. Exactly. Let's be let's be positive and have fun. Exactly. Well, I think this is probably the shortest time we've actually talked. I I don't know. It's <laughs> it's how long is that? It's we're an, an hour. We're an hour we're and an hour, hour and a half. But to be fair, the first one we would talk for like two and a half hours, and the last time we talked for about almost an hour and forty-five minutes. So, you know what? I think it's. I think we're we we covered everything. We're in a good spot. We're gonna enjoy the twenty twenty-two season. It's gonna be fun seeing you back at the track again in April, and hopefully get to, and obviously going to go up in Sobble and check it out up there at the end of July. Absolutely. So you you keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I, I appreciate it. And we'll, we'll see you all at, at one of the speedways through the course of the year. Absolutely. Or, or Motor M. Exactly. I know Flambro's yeah. running that Saturday night. And I'll be racing that Saturday night, weather permitting. Yep. But, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be at Motor M. So stop, stop by the Sobble booth, say hi, grab a schedule, ask questions. Tell me, tell me what you think of me and, uh, we'll go from there. So, if anyone wants to find you on social media, do you want to let tell anyone where they where they can find you? Uh, at at uh, vintage Canadian Vintage Modifieds on Facebook or vintagemods.com 
on the website mm -hmm. or john at sobblespeedway.ca there we go other than folks. that i don't have a twitter account i have my daughter set up a instagram account which i just see people post stuff but i don't know how to do instagram i don't have a snapchat account what was it what's the other one twitter uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twi what's the other one? Switch. Twitch. I don't have Twitch. That's, Isn't yeah, that that's a streaming? That's a streaming app now that you can stream yourself while you're like playing video games and stuff like oh, that. Okay. And I don't have a Tinder account. <laughs> I Tinder is another one, or Plenty of Fish. No, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have those accounts. Um, I I don't know. I'm too old to have social. Oh media. boy. Um, but yeah, so maybe I'll start a Twitch account. Oh God! And do some videos of me but, watching TV. Uh, just stream yourself in the race car. Put a GoPro, sync it up somehow. Let's do That's, that. Let's do that. You, I don't know like, how we could do that, but I'll we could probably figure, figure it out. Else. You figure it out when I'm racing. We'll do, we'll do that. I'm, Absolutely. I'm I'm all yeah. I've I've told you before. Put any camera you want on my car put it underneath the car, put it on the sidebars, but, but, but hey, there's I'm some not going to guarantee, I'm not guaranteeing you the camera's coming back in one piece. You've oh, I know. Seen, you see me ride the wall. So. Oh, my, my heart should skips a beat every time you get near there. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I walked away. I, I got a, exactly a, a little bit of a tinge in my, uh, in my right thigh where the seat dug in. It's kind of numb. I did some yeah. nerve damage there, but other than that, I walked out of there, not a scratch. Um, just a little bit of a, uh, my heart was pumping pretty good, but it's, that that's a good video. You go on YouTube and find it. It's, it's a pretty good, uh, I wish we would have had an in-car camera for that one. That would have been a fun one. Yep. Anyways, All right. John. I won't hold you up any longer because <laughs> you'll we'll get me get talking going. about something else and we'll just carry on. So exactly uh, we'll see you during the 2022 season that's Absolutely. all have fun yes sir right. we'll safe. talk to you later bye bye-bye all right guys that was the always entertaining mr john carly we want to thank john for taking some time out of his day and uh sitting down and chatting with us for a little bit it's always fun chatting with him because you know he he plays such a big role in in a couple areas and he, you know i just get him on a on on the topic and he just he just goes which is always fun um as you guys heard in the show, we just jumped up by two more drivers for the Joe Media driver team. And so we got to welcome in uh, John Carley as well as uh, Connor Ross, Adam Ross, and Rob Twitchett as well to the team. Uh, as they're, as my sticker looks like it's going to be on both those cars this year in 2022, which is going to be awesome. Uh, that, Like I said, that bumps our drivers up to 19 this year. You know, after we had 12 last year join us and we got another... You know, we got one more, we got two more teams, drivers coming on board this year, which is awesome. Um, so unfortunately, we, we are now out of $100 options for the, um, for our packages, but we do have still a few more available for the, for option A, which is our $40 option. And that gets you guys a write up uh, at the beginning of the season or throughout the year as well. Uh, you guys get, you get your team's four stickers, four German media stickers, and uh, it gets you guys a write up. It gets you guys, uh, wow. Featured on Sundays and Fridays to let you guys know where people are can catch you that weekend. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. All oh, right, that's right. We could, uh, so I brought up the list in front of me. So 
Uh, $40 gets you four stickers, a write-up at the beginning of the year, weekly posts about where you'll be racing, plus finishing order posted on Sunday, as well as on the podcast, on the True North Racing Podcast, and our general media rundown. So that's, uh, it, it's, and it $40 covers you for the year. It's not weekly, it's not monthly, it covers you for the entire year, which is awesome. It's a cheap alternative to help and promote your team. And hopefully get you guys, uh, uh, and hopefully bring people to your team. It brings you awareness. It brings other people awareness about uh, your you guys, and and hopefully it's uh bring, brings the whole community together. So we want to thank everyone for jumping on board with us this year. Like I said, we got 19 drivers now, which is awesome. I'm so I'm so proud of that. So I'm I'm that it just pumps me up so much. I can't wait for the 2022 season. It's gonna be a busy one. You guys are gonna obviously catch me at Flamborough as well as. Uh, at, else other tracks throughout the province this summer um oh man that's like i said that's pretty much so that's gonna do it for me uh i got nothing else for you i feel like i'm missing something for some strange reason but unfortunately i'm out of time this week guys so we want to thank everyone for listening to the true north racing podcast we want to thank jnl motorsports for being this week's presenting sponsor we want to thank of course john carly for jumping on with us this week and you know, we want to thank you guys, the listeners, for listening each and every week. Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. You guys are always going to be finding me on social media. Uh, if you guys want to, we do have a leave a leave a message, <laughs> leave a message feature on Anchor.fm. So if you guys go there, search up True North Racing Podcast. You guys can click the message me, and you guys can leave a voice message. So if you guys got questions for me or questions for the guests, please feel free to drop them in there. It it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see what what could possibly come up uh always don't be afraid to let us know how we're doing in the show as well uh you know you guys comment on our social media posts on facebook instagram and twitter let us know how we're doing what you guys like what you don't like and uh you know how how you like the podcast what do you guys like about it what do you don't like about it you know this as much as it's uh my entity it's it's your you guys help me a lot too so feel free to bring in those uh, those criticisms, as I like to call them. But I take everything open minded, and and you know we work we work hard here to see what we can do. Um, other than that, guys, I don't think I got anything else for y'all. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, my name is John Morrison. Thank you guys for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. This week is brought to you by JNL Motorsports. Next week, guys, on the show we are going to be having David Rockwood join us, and we're going to talk about you know, how he got started racing, what his plans are for 2022, plus so much more. So thank you guys for sticking around this long. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And so, yeah, I'll see you all next week. Bye now. (laughs) 